Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that crap. I'm Jamie Fenderson. And I'm Milo Denison. And today we are talking about the uh, Sosa McGuire home run race of 1998. Yeah, that's a big race. That was, that was a good intro there, Jamie. Good job. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, like that? Yeah. yeah so for, for, for our listeners, uh, Milo's got a little bit of a cold. So I volunteered to intro the show, which is what he usually does. Um, so I felt it felt weird. It felt kind of funny. Does it um, feel awkward? Yeah, no, it does feel awkward too. I felt awkward on. on I know because when I said I, I'm Jamie Fenderson, then and then you looked at me like, oh, who am I? <laughs> I don't understand how this works now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this brought baseball kind of back on the map in '98. So you remember what was it? '94. '94. Yeah. Um, they had the big um, strike that completely canceled the whole season, the whole baseball season. And I remember, I remember that because people were kind of ticked off a little bit after that. Cause they were like, Oh, you took away the whole baseball season and you just don't play and you're on strike. You know, like when, when oil refinery workers, they go on strike, people are like, yeah, you know, fight for your rights. But I, I think it's a little different with baseball players who get paid a lot of money to play baseball. And then they're like, no, nah, we got to fight for our rights. And they go on strike and people are like, mm. so baseball took a huge hit. A lot of people were even like, is baseball even relevant anymore? Is it going to die after this? Yeah. That's the thing. I remember that too. And uh, it, that was exactly the pe- argument people were making. We're like, seriously, these guys make so much money and they're going on strike to get more money. Fuck them, you know? For playing baseball, something like <laughs> yeah, that. Playing... Something I got to pay for my kid to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, it kind of stayed on a bit of a decline until 1998, where on one side you had Mark McGuire. Or I should say Mark, Big Mac McGuire of the St. Yeah. Louis Cardinals. And on the other side, you had Sammy, Slamming Sammy Sosa of the Chicago Cubs. Two power hitters racing for a record, the record of most home runs in a single season. A record previously held by Roger Maris of the New York Yankees at number 61, set in 1961. And the world was glued to their TVs, waiting to see which one of these power hitters was going to exceed that record. Yeah, I was in the Navy at the time. And in our workstation, like my division's workstation, we even had a poster where we kept, because we were we were nerds, you know, we had computers and we were, we were like the nerdy military guys. And we had a big poster where we were tracking every time we put little dots and we we're tracking the line graph of, of the McGuire Sosa race and it really does look like a race if you if you want to check this out real quick i'm going to show you a graph and it really does look like a race and i'll i'll put a graph up on the on the page too can you see that milo yeah it looks like a race so it starts in april and they're just like neck and neck and then you see that mcguire is kind of like uh he, he's getting more Sosa's dropping a little bit, but then McGuire kind of goes down a little bit and Sosa goes up a little, little bit. And then right at the end of the season, they're like neck and neck. They're right there. And then right at the end, but luckily the Cardinals had one additional game. And in that game, McGuire was able to get those extra four hits that he needed to hit 70. <clears throat> yeah. Prior to that, prior to that game, Sosa was ahead at 66 to 65, I think. Uh, and then, and then, but that was Sosa's last game. And then McGuire still had one more game to play. And that allowed him 
to get those extra four hits. So it was huge in 98 and you didn't mm-hmm. even have to be a baseball fan. It was just everywhere. So some McGuire race, so some McGuire, who's going to get it. And and again, it, it, it wasn't even a baseball thing as much as it became kind of a cultural thing in 1998. So you could talk to someone who didn't know about baseball, didn't know how it's played, didn't know anything about it, but they would know the McGuire Sosa race. They would know that because everybody knew that in 1998. Yeah. Even people who didn't give a shit about baseball and it worked yeah. though. I mean, because reporters were talking about it. People were watching on TV again. People were going to the games again. People got interested in baseball again. And yeah. even to this day, I would stay, say we're still seeing the effects of that because people still go and watch baseball. It didn't really, it declined a little bit, but it's still, I'd say pretty at certainly more popular than it was in like 95, 96 after the strike. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know. I, I don't know how much of it was them. I, I, of course it was them, but I think the baseball as a, as a, as a, you know, a business and the media said, Hey, we can, we can do something with this. Uh, so I think the media really perpetuated it too, because they were like, hey, here's something we can like go. Here's something we can latch on to long term and keep track of. And, you know, the media loves that. You know, it's not just a, hey, a car crash and then you got to go find another story. This is like this is a story for the whole year that they can they can latch on to. They love that. Media loves that, dude. Yeah. And the thing is, like, it was only three years later that Barry Bonds broke that record. So it wasn't even that long after they, their record that he made a new one. And I remember that one being in the news as well, but it still wasn't as huge because you didn't have that competitive edge to it. Right. It wasn't mm-hmm. that neck and neck battle between two, two people. It was just yeah. Bonds like, you know, hitting them one right after another, knocking them out of the park. Yeah. So I, I'd say this is a, one of those interesting cultural phenomenons. Like if you were to do a pop culture history, and go year by year, and you came to the year 1998, this would be kind of right up there as one of the big cultural artifacts of the year 1998. Because everybody knew about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew about it. If you like baseball or not, everybody was keeping track of it. And McGuire, looking this up, McGuire still holds the major league record for at-bats per home run in, in a single season. So he still has a few records that he holds. Hey, Jamie, have you heard about the Pop and Culture Podcast? Yes? Oh, I thought you'd say no there. Sorry, bro. I listen to it all the time. So I guess there's no point in me telling you about it. No need. I know all about the Pop and Culture Podcast, hosted by Mary Jane and Kiki. And you know that each week on Pop and Culture Podcast, the ladies address a new topic from current events to all the craziness we forgot. And they were rated number six on Good Pod's Top 100 Indie Performing Arts Chart. I guess there's nothing left for us to do except grab a drink and listen to Pop and Culture Podcasts available on all podcast platforms. We, you know, we can't bring the subject up without mentioning, of course, like, you know, muscle enhancers and steroids and all this kind of stuff, because it was that era where like everybody was doping and they've kind of talked about it since then. And there's the argument of like how much of it could be attributed to the doping and how much can be attributed to natural talent. And it's hard to say because the muscles will get it out the park but it still requires a certain level of talent to actually connect with the ball and, you know, get those RBIs and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. So that's the big asterisk by this nowadays. Mm -hmm. And they even like went in 2005, both of them went to testify in Congress and they were pretty cryptic. Um, And the the thing about the nineties is 
So these kind of things were banned in 1991, but they didn't actually start testing till like 2003. So you can ban, you can do, you can ban anything you want. If you can't enforce it, then it, it's meaningless, right? So you even look like Sammy Sosa. He started out as kind of a skinny outfielder in 1989. And then 1998, he looks, you can't tell me that dude wasn't doing something because he just bulked up a little like Arnold Schwarzenegger style. So, I mean, it's pretty clear that they were doing the muscle enhancer things um, and the steroids and all of that. And that's why even now there's a big asterisk by their, by their records. And they're even passed up for like the hall of fame kind of stuff that, that they do in baseball. I'm not quite sure what, what it all is, but there's a bunch of ballots and they're, they're like, they might be on the ballots, but they don't get a lot of votes or anything. So they're, they're probably never going to be in that hall of fame or, or whatever, because people nowadays look back and say, yeah, you, you got, that was fun, but you were taking steroids and enhancement stuff and and you're just not going to get in the hall of fame. And I think, like you said, Milo, how, how much of it is talent, right? It probably is talent, but once you, I don't know, once you put that whole enhancer Yvonne Drago kind of stuff into it, it, people don't look at it anymore as how much talent because it, it will never know right now we can never know, which I think is unfortunate um, because I, I would have been interested to see if they weren't doing all that steroids and all that kind of stuff, um, like how well they would have done. Yeah, totally. I agree. Like it is too bad because and, and same thing with Barry Bonds, right? He's got the asterisk by, by his name as well mm-hmm. uh, with that, with that record. And <clears throat> You know, it's hard to say because, you know, we'll never know. Right. And since that's happened and they've gotten more strict about testing for that kind of stuff, we haven't seen another home run race like that since, you know, this was 1998 new record set in three years later. So that'd be uh, 2001. And, you know, that's 10 years, 20 years ago. Well, 2000. 20, 2003 is when they started testing for the mm-hmm. steroids and all that stuff that they banned in 91. That's exactly it. So obviously that's impacting it. And, and now it's, it, it's not a thing. So, you know, certainly they're testing for it and certainly that makes a, a difference specifically for those home runs for hitting that ball hard enough to knock it out of the park. Yeah. You know, you could argue on any of the other records, like, you know, times on base, any of that kind of stuff, but that home run record is certainly impacted by the. Yeah. And, and that, it, it's kind of sad. Cause now when in 98, we were all excited and it was a thing. And now you look at it and, and you, it's kind of tarnished. You're like, well, that whole thing was bullshit. <laughs> right. It kind of is. And everybody had the one that they're rooting for. Like, so I was yeah. a long time Cubs fan. Like I remember when I was a kid, we'd go visit my grandparents and my grandfather and I would watch Cubs games. Right. We were both Cubs fans. So I was growing up watching Cubs. So, you know, I'm, of course I'm rooting for, um, for Sosa, you know, I'm like, come on, go Cubby, go Cubs. And um, of course he didn't get it, but I was, I was one of those people that was rooting for one of those two guys because I was a fan of that team. I wonder, so I'm, I, I don't, I'm getting conspiracy theorist here, which if I, as long as I say that and know that, then we can do it. I wonder how like baseball, the, the major league baseball, how much did they know? And were they, it seems to me like they're like, yeah, 
all steroids and stuff involved, but we're really getting a lot of attention. So we're just going to kind of be okay with that. Um, I think that they knew, I think that they knew and they didn't care. Attendance was going up. Hot dog sales are going up. And when you got, when you got money involved, man, they'll look the other way. They'll look the other way. Absolutely. They were looking the other way. And that's why I don't think they're like, well, we got a ban in place, but it it wasn't until after a decade that they actually started testing for it. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Convenient that it took them so long to finally get the testing going. And it was only because of all that controversy probably. And they're like, okay, shit, fine. We'll fucking start testing these people because everybody's like, you know, congressional hearings about it and everything like that. But absolutely. Of course, from their point of view, they're like, yeah, we're making shit tons of money off this home run, you know, battle between these two guys. Uh, Yeah. We'll look the other way. If they want to fucking inject themselves with whatever they want, go right ahead. I don't care. I'm making money. Yeah, making money. So to me, it, it it is one of those tragedies. It's one of those sad things. It's like, it's like the Macarena because, like it or not, everybody liked the Macarena at the time. <laughs> they were doing it at the Democratic National Convention, and everybody loved it. And now you look back, you're like, oh, actually, that's not cool. That's totally not cool. So it's like the Macarena. Where you you're like at the time it was a big deal and it was the big buzz. Um, and then you look back, you're like, oh, it's actually all for naught because it's complete crap. It's really it's remember that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was probably big at the in ninety-eight too, right? And you look back, you and you did the Macarena at least once, don't lie. Oh, probably like a wedding yeah. or a party or something like that. Yeah. And you thought it's kind of cool. It's kind of the thing now. And then you look back, you're like, oh, God, man, that's totally not cool. That's kind of like this, where all your excitement that you had, the whole, the, the whole world, at least the whole country had all this excitement around the big race that these two guys are, are doing. But it turns out they're flying fighter jets when everybody else is driving a Pinto. And, and it's not just looking back, it's not as exciting anymore. And that's one of those sad things, sad, but true. Like I'd rather have truth and be sad than yeah. live a comfortable lie. But still, it's sad, bro. Especially with baseball. I mean, that's America's pastime, man. I like, know. There's, that's, that's our history. That's kind of the pure thing. That's like apple pie and Superman. You don't mess with baseball. Don't mess with baseball. But they, they tainted it. They, that's our field of They went Yvonne Drago in baseball they went full on Ivan Drago in baseball how un-american can you get I, I shall hit home run yeah, Mark McGuire kind of looks like that too I, I shall hit home run against your Americans you know what's funny is the guy that got that last ball it was a uh, one of the people that worked at the park because it kind of went between the, the the bleachers and the in the, the the field and he actually gave it to McGuire when people were offering him like you know shit tons of money for the ball and he's like, oh, I'm going to be a sport about this and give this to Mark McGuire. Oh, and it's like, see? man, I bet you he's kicking himself sport. now, though. He's probably like, man, I, I liked this guy. I gave him his home running hit, his uh, record setting ball. And what's turns out he just was on steroids. I should have just sold it and made all the money. Yeah, and that's true. But you see the, the good sport. He was a good American, good sport. That's right. Right. That's why I think people got kind of ticked off. I think pe- maybe... I don't know how baseball is doing nowadays, but people, I think in the nineties and then the fallout of that, people were a little tired, like kind of disappointed in baseball. So first you have this strike. 
So you're saying, hey, we want more millions to play baseball, something you have to pay someone for your kid to play. So people are like me. And then you had this whole, oh, yeah, dope and steroids kind of thing. I don't know. Baseball is kind of one of those sports where you don't want to taint it because it is kind of like the Superman and apple pie and kind of thing. And they were the 90s really did kind of taint taint the game quite a bit. Yeah, I don't follow it too much anymore. But, you know, I live over here, so it's kind of hard to follow. Anyway. Yeah, well, I follow Mariners because um, I have to have my yearly disappointment. Uh, we have to get just that close and then, <laughs> and then the, fail. The Mariners are never going to the World Series. <laughs> well, like, I'd like if they go to the playoffs, man. You know, they've done that. But the thing is, like, they always get great players, but they never want to spend the money on players, right? So mm. they the good players then end up playing in New York, right? Uh, Rodriguez. Ken Griffey Jr. Um, <laughs> Ichiro went Ichiro, there. Ichiro, exactly. So they start in Seattle. They do really well. And then they go play for New York where they get offered a ton of money to do the same thing. Yeah. And if they don't, they're going to go on strike. Yep. They're going to go on strike. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa home run war of 1999. Or I should say home run race, really, is the better home word run for it. It was it 98? race. 98. The home run race. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put a graph of the home run race on our podcast page. People can see like it, it does look like a race and it was fun. And, and it's one of those things where you didn't really know how dirty it was. You didn't in know brief how moments we could live in blissful ignorance and just love the game for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those things where you find out it was dirty afterward, like a girlfriend that you thought was good, but Turns out she's not good. <laughs> Turns out she wasn't good at all. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of, she kind of a cheater. She had a dirty cheater, but you didn't know it at the time. Yep. When you try to talk her into a three way, she says no, but then you come home one day and find her in bed with a couple other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And their neighbors, their neighbors, Sammy and Mark. Hey, Sammy and Mark, what are you doing in my bed? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. We didn't go there, did we? We better end this now. It's time. (laughs) All right. Podcast listeners. We will say always check us out on the eighties and nineties.com. The website, Uh, we got all kinds of cool stuff. There articles, uh, gear. There's new stuff now too. Right, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, you, you, you you can, uh, subscribe to our email magazine Mm -hmm. and you'll get a monthly email magazine. Um, and it has a secret code to a secret page, magic word to a secret page where you can listen to our new podcast, uh, the 80s and 90s, 99, all about the year 1999. A bunch of art- articles and games and fun stuff on that page, too. So um, sign, up for, sign, up, sign up for it. It's cool. Follow us on Twitter at the 80s and 90s com. And as always, we are out of here like our muscles. After we stop injecting ourselves with steroids, we wither away. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See, I need a pill where you just take it and like gets rid of all the fat and builds muscle while I still get to sit on my ass. Well, that, that'd be, that the, be, that'd be the miracle drug. I hate going to the gym too, because at the gym, um, they always play their shitty music super loud. And it's like, I don't want to hear your music. The reason <laughs> music. I have, I have headphones in so I can listen to my workout music, not your shitty ass fucking house dance music or whatever that you're playing <laughs> yeah. super fucking loud. Fucking yeah. The gym's rough, man. Like I, I hop on a treadmill and I and they usually have a mirror in front of you, so you can watch yourself run in place, <laughs> which is torture to me. I'm I'm watching myself run and run and run and get nowhere. Kind of like life, you know. 
Then they have a mirror where I can watch myself do that. And it's the same with weightlifting, man. I, I lift weights, I'm huffing, I'm puffing, I'm lifting all these weights. And then, and then the weights are right back where they started. I accomplished nothing. It's not like I built a barn with the Amish. There's n- nothing happened. It's torture, man. And then, then there's some meathead at the bench next to you, like pumping three times as much weight and like, yeah. Yeah. like oh yeah, you got the grunty thing. Like, and then he looks over at you like, I'm so much better than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I come here every day. Yeah. I drink my creatine protein shake. Yeah. 